Okay, so welcome back, everybody. We're with the lovely Alyssa, who has been on our podcast before. Um, I think you're my second episode. Um, We did an episode about borderline because we've both been diagnosed with it. Um, But today we're back to just have a chat about something we've always wanted to chat about. Um, I think you told me this idea when we first did the BPD one. Um, We're going to chat about sexuality and not just on the spectrum of like who you prefer sexually or just a lot of things like physical interactions, um, emotional connection, etc. But first and foremost, before we get into it, I want to say a big trigger warning. This might be a triggering, probably possibly a trigger, a triggering episode for people. We will be chatting about sexual abuse, sexual assault, trauma, a lot of a lot oh of triggering things so if you are not feeling up to it just swipe off and watch something more fun um we're hilarious but like yes it is gonna be it's a little not for bit everyone. it's not for everyone but it is an honest conversation and that's the point we're a bit brutal and that's that's why we're here but um how are you tell um, me everything girl okay i am actually really good jay how are you i'm fantastic that's so good to it's hear. very good to see you and be with you I've missed you. We don't see each other a lot, but when we do, it's, it's just, just the same. It's, and that's what I appreciate. I love, like, my favourite type of friendship is, I, wanna, I don't want to say low maintenance, but I love people who I'd say low, make low maintenance it easy. Is, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I cannot, like, I I can't expect everyone to be there 24-7. Yeah. yeah, especially when we kind of... And we've got so much behind us. Yeah, so we've, we've got a lot. We've been through the absolute wars yeah. together. Yeah, we have. We've both got such a deep appreciation for yeah. each other. Exactly. And it's always just as good as the last one. Exactly. And that's why we're still here. Exactly right. But I wanted to chat about your journey with sexuality, with sex in general, with intimacy, because I know that... It's been a long journey for you, and that's why I brought you on to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And you're the one who actually proposed the topic to me. And it's super interesting in how the concept of sexuality, sex, intimacy relates to your own mental health Absolutely. and others' mental health around you. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, chat about that. Yeah, I would love uh, – my favourite thing in the world is just chatting about myself. Oh, so love I would it. love nothing more. Same, girl. But I have – the reason why I'm so passionate – like, anyone who knows me knows that I'm quite open about this sort of thing because, A, I've got trauma behind it, and, B, I don't like – seeing other people not being able to talk about those sort of things so being a vessel of openness and communication and conversation is extremely important to me so that's why i brought it to your attention that i feel like it's something that not only women not only men but everyone in between can sort of like have a relation to because i want to be able to open that conversation up and for someone to listen be like oh fuck i go through that so it's actually not only me on the Mm. planet who feels that way Mm. because a lot of my sexual journey so to speak i felt like i was the only one in the fucking world who felt like that Mm. and then the more i got and this is and that's because not just because but that's because um where we were brought up and who we were brought up around a lot of people it's a very closeted community that we grew up in i would say especially the school we went to people what is an open community anymore exactly i'd say there's more open communities now than before 
mm-hmm. the, but but when we we're young there was honestly really no open community yeah. around us as you said yeah absolutely so i i knew i wasn't 100 percent straight like i always knew that um but it was just a matter of how i let it affect me on my day-to-day life so i wasn't so anyone who like grew up around me like my childhood besties and stuff know that like i didn't like all i cared about was fucking soccer and like (laughs) all i cared about was soccer all i cared about was like my sport and being like with friends with people and like boys like i had no interest in anything romantic or sexual up until i was maybe like my first relationship when i was like 16 15 16 um and so i had a lot of i learned from that relationship i learned everything that i did straight away if that makes sense so it was like so full-on straight away and so this was a straight um so my first boyfriend was it was completely straight monogamous relationship there was no like ifs or buts about that but i always felt like hmm there's a pretty girl over there i want to kiss her (laughs) but and i always felt like that was wrong Mm. and he didn't really we didn't explore that at all about each other so then you know life went on um the more that relationship went on the more i learned no nah, this is a part of me that needs to be discussed and needs to be explored because it's affecting not only this relationship but my own self-advocacy and how i felt about myself um so then you know time goes on we break up sort of vibe and i was like no nah, i want to explore this about myself and talk to like-minded people um, so that was the biggest thing for me was knowing that like it wasn't just me and the planet who felt like that. Um, and then I started I started working in like the nightclub industry and working in the hospital industry a lot like and it opened my eyes to more like-minded people who thought or thought how I did. And I had a lot of open conversations with these sort of people and I was like, fuck, this is something like I'm so passionate about, something I'm so interested in. I want to know more. Mm. And then, the more I talked about it, the more I was like looking at girls a certain way as well, seeing them more than just a friend. And like, I remember my first little crush on a girl um, and it like rocked my world. <laughs> like she was just like, she's an incredible person. Like I'm like friends with her, but um, yeah, I just felt like there's more, there's more than just this. I think I remember you talking to me about this yeah, crush. Yeah, you probably, yeah. <laughs> I think what 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 year was this? Oh, like when you were eighteen? Yeah, something like that. I yeah. I had a crush on her very young. Yeah, but I didn't really realize it was like a crush. A crush up until yeah. I was about eighteen. Yeah, but going into that, how did your relationship with sex change? Because I know you said, "Oh, I said like, yeah, I want to kiss her," but I know that there is a kind of experience that I've listened to and talked to with people of like feeling that oh, that girl's, like, really pretty, like, I'd kiss her, to, like, I actually could date this person? Like, did you feel love or was it a sexual interest? So that's where the fine line crosses for me a little bit because I feel like a lot of people do feel one certain way, but I started feeling a different way. Um, So to to explain that concept a little bit more, um, I, because of my past relationships, like, monogamous straight relationships... I was able to separate my emotional needs to my physical needs um, and I was able to like see people as just sex and not have like an emotional connection to them so to speak Um, you know there's like reasons for that 
but um it sort of felt like when I started like being more like emotionally available with girls and like everyone else not just like these straight fucking white boys I was like I felt more me and I felt more like I felt more real and then I, it begged the question of oh maybe maybe it is just girls I'm into mm. because I feel more emotionally there with girls yeah but the difference is like a lot of you know um a lot of bi people can attest to this um girls are just more emotionally there like any like girls are just more switched on emotionally mm. and they're more available I yep. would say from my experience anyway with girls um a lot of women are just more available and I fell in love with that like I was like this is it mm. and because all the relationships I've had in the past were so emotionally unavailable and it really affected me and my own mental health and how I felt about myself. Because you're very emotionally available. Yeah. Oh, available is a strong word, but like I'm emotionally. No, you're emotionally open. in tune. Yeah. And open, but mm-hmm. yeah, obviously it depends on who you're giving your emotions to. Yeah. But you know what I mean. Exactly. And then the spectrum of like emotional intimacy and physical intimacy is something of discussion as well. So I found I was looking for. Um, how do I explain it? I was looking for like availability f- physically and emotionally in men, yeah. and I wasn't getting it. Um, not because not to anyone's like intention of the past, but it's just how it sort of like played out for me. Um, I felt like the only way a man would see me and appreciate me and love me was when I was having sex with them, mm. and this is something I do want to talk about more. Because I know I'm not the only person in the world that feels like that. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. we will go into that. And we did talk about how that, that concept of how sex is a currency. And for some people and for some women especially. And even men. I, I don't know. I'm not in their shoes. But mm. I know that we can personally relate to that concept. Yeah. And it's been kind of taught from us from a young age. But how did you go into that emotional ability with sex like did you how did you separate it Mm. I know that you said it was from your past relationships and that experience of being able to separate it but how do you know whether that's a good thing do you want that no because the way you said it made it sound like a good thing yeah so I not that I'm adding no 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 of course not um I sort of see it as a little bit of a superpower like I'm like I sort of see that I'm like fuck that's a cool skill to have yeah because I know a lot of people can't really do that and a lot of I can't do that yeah exactly so in in retrospect I sort of see it as yeah it is a good thing because I'm able to like protect myself emotionally from you know toxic men that I just want to fuck sort of like yeah um Nate Jacobs (laughs) fuck (laughs) what a beautiful man though oh Jacob Valori bro if you're listening men no no. I'm going to bar and you better be there. Oh, yeah. I'm fucking leaving. <laughs> I'm leaving. But, um, yeah, no, and um, it sort of, you know, begged the question to me, like, what's wrong with me? Like, why can I do, like, what, what men happened to me? Yeah, what it's happened to me? It's pretty common within men to, like, have that. I don't like generalising, but, like, from what I've spoken to my male friends, I feel like it is pretty common to, for... The males I know, me trying to generalise, let's generalise as much as possible. I'm so sorry, I don't like to stereotype. But 
it's true. Like, I've had experiences with talking to my guy mates who can separate sex so much better than girls can. Mm. And I don't know whether that's fucking the patriarchy or whatever, but I can't do it yeah, personally. No. But, yeah, I see it as some sort of superpower because every girl has a sexual urge just as much as a guy yeah, does. Absolutely. So if you can have that ability to protect yourself like a guy can, then fucking good on you. Yeah, no, absolutely. And Get what you want, get your bag. and. F- but then um, something happened to me. Um, sorry, it's a bit hard to talk about. No, but okay. um, yeah, I feel like it's worth talking about because, like, I was sexually abused. Um, I don't really like using the R word. Kind of scared, kind of frightens That's me. That's okay. Bit. Um, so you say how you yeah. want to say it. So, like, just a warning out there for anyone's listening. Yeah, up to here. yeah, um, yeah. Stop listening. We'll be, if yeah, you don't this is what we'll be talking about. I won't be using the R word because I know it can be really full on. It yeah. is full on for me. Yeah. Um, but this sort of coincides with like how it affects your mental health as well because um this person so i actually have no like it happened i didn't remember i forgot about it for six months genuinely like i got picked up that night and i didn't even like say anything to that person who picked me up because i genuinely just forgot about it um sorry right yeah you got this thanks um so yeah um this person didn't have my like long story short didn't have my consent but because of my past issues with understanding like sex is a currency for me i was like yeah all right this is gonna it was bound to happen at some point even though i didn't want it to happen yeah um and it happened i don't have any memory of his face or his name and because of just like that's how I respond to trauma. Yeah. You know, BPD. It's things. very common. Yeah. Um, so I generally just like forgot about it until six months later I brought like it like I got triggered by something and yeah. then I brought it up in therapy. Okay. And it like really affected me from there mm. because I was just like, Fuck, this is how useless I can feel and this is how a man can just fucking take full advantage of you yeah and then leave you and he left me alone in the city for like three hours i was alone and mm-hmm. then i like finally like grew the balls so i called my friend to come pick me up yeah like, like shout out to her thanks for picking me up yeah good, <laughs> but, um, good friend yeah she's a great friend but um yeah and it's just like where that line of consent draws and like what like how fucking blurred that was in that moment and mm-hmm. like because to me when I started talking about it in therapy, it wasn't like a traditional, like a lot of my trauma is not very traditional, like, like you got beat as a kid. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like yeah, that. exactly. Yeah. So it wasn't like yeah. he kidnapped me and did this, you know, like, yeah, not a lot of people understand that about yeah. sexual abuse. Yeah. How and transparent it can feel. And we were even chatting about it before saying like, I don't even understand or know if I've ever experienced it like I don't personally think I have but it's just that concept of the fact that there isn't an outline because mm. it can be so blurred mm. as you said like exactly. the, it can be so blurred exactly and so what ended up happening is especially that, in relationships yeah no, well. oh, 100% 100% you know mm. um so that concept became really thin to me and then I started having issues with like sleeping around like I started so when I did remember, it, like, hit me all at once. It's, like, all that trauma that I repressed and all that stuff that I just generally forgot about hit me all at once. Mm. I didn't even, like, touch myself for, like, four months. I, like, I felt disgusting. Mm. Like, I just felt so wrong in my body. Um, 
and I just felt so like I just felt incorrect <laughs> like something just like flipped mm. and then even like being romantic with you know men or women like it just like wasn't it at all and then I eventually started talking about it more and opening about opening up about it more and the more it's become less of a hindrance to my life more yeah of it's just like it happened and I'm moving on sort of thing yeah um, and even the fact you can talk about it is such a massive deal like I tell myself I'm the biggest mental health advocate and there's things I would never talk about. Mm. So that's the, f- the biggest step you could have made, to yeah, be honest. It doesn't you. take away from people who can't talk about it, yeah. but it just shows that you're moving – not move, I wouldn't say moving past it. I don't really like to say moving that. Past, it's just I, moving with it, yeah, you know? Yeah, I agree. Fuck, I'm yeah. sweating absolute balls talking about it. <laughs> it, it really, I thought you were saying it was hot in here. I was like, girl, I'm going to jump on. But – and that's what's important but it goes back to that concept of you viewing sex as a currency and it's mm-hmm. very common within within women and and even though i say to you how i said to you i don't feel the need to like satisfy a man mm-hmm. or a woman or whoever my sexual partner is in order like i don't feel like i owe them that yeah it's like i still can view it as currency in a sense mm-hmm. because i'm like it's like gold. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm only giving it to you yeah, if you deserve see, it. So that's I, still currency. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you know what? I like. I was just thinking about with, that. Yeah, that goes with like the underlining thought of self-respect as well. Because mm. like a lot of people can sort of look at me and I've had people say to me, like, you're, a you like, you're a slut. You like yeah. self-respect because you like sex. Oh, fucking sue me. Sorry. Like, grow up. <laughs> yeah. But I've had people, yeah, say to my face, like, you lack self-respect because of that. I'm like, no, actually, I think I have respect because I'm able to protect myself in getting attached to this person when i know it's if that's only what just you want sex. and that's the way it, 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 and you get it in a way that suits you and doesn't hurt other people then how's that not self-respect yeah. self-respect would be like i'm so sexually aroused i want sex i want sex mm. and you just go no nah, i'm not going to give it because then i look like a slut that's not yeah. sex, that's not oh, respect 100 i agree because that, that's caring whatever other cunt thinks yeah. but if you do respect yourself you respect your needs and be like oh i would love to touch someone right yeah, now yeah no absolutely and then that goes into the idea of like sexual boundaries and how to communicate like i like i don't think what i was saying before sorry i'm like mumbling but um what i said before how like i don't necessarily sit there knowing what i want in the moment it's more so like what the other person's giving me however um, I've gotten better at communicating that, like, there is things that I want and I expect them, mm. like, and in order to get those things, you have to be on, you have to straight up, you have to be straight up and tell this person, like, I want this to be done sort of thing. Yeah. You know, like, you know, if you like being put in a certain position, like, just fucking say it, yeah. you know. But It's even, so hard for women. Oh, it? it's, um, it's... What I found is that the level of sexuality where I sit at a lot of bi- yeah a lot of bi curious girls were like trying to experiment with me um and then leaving me and then the whole abandonment thing sort of started to kick mm. in and then that's like what that sort of ties into the conversation we had our first podcast about like you know abandonment yeah, and all that yeah. sort of thing yeah so then that was playing onto those and playing onto that a little bit too much for my liking and yeah I was like, oh fuck i need to like do something about that yeah um but yeah like it's always been a learning experience and i don't think i'll ever get to a point where i'm like 100 percent confident in like where i sit 
with um, sexuality or, or yeah. sex in general with sex in general like I feel like I'm a very fluid person and I felt very disregarded in like past relationships because yeah. of that I always felt like I was wrong for being a very fluid person like I don't really sit on like either end of the spectrum I'm pretty in between I don't even know what I am I'm yeah. just a floating rock yeah that's how I feel <laughs> just earth just I floating. feel like the Dwayne the Rock Johnson sometimes <laughs> But that's not a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, but but that's funny. I should know. Mm-hmm. But it just no no not I should know. But I should be more aware. Yeah. And it's like just goes plays into the fact of the lack of knowledge and the lack of understanding that we have towards sex yeah. and sexual intimacy and emotions and and stuff like that. Because when we're younger, hormones rushing everywhere and shit, yeah. and you're just like sex, sex, sex. But you don't realize that the feelings that come with it and like a lot of women and males and everyone else they feel i've had experiences chatting to my friends of them having these sexual experiences getting really fucking hurt Mm. over having sex with someone one time and it's Mm -hmm. like if it's that big of a deal shouldn't there should be more education around Mm. it Mm. like there's a lot of education about oh use a condom or fucking uh, take birth control yeah but there's no education about like what could this mean for you and this person? Mm. Like, establish your boundaries. Is, yeah. is this gonna, like, I'm not saying you're gonna have a one night stand with someone and you're like, hey, so are we ever gonna speak again? Mm. Like, you don't have to say that. Yeah. It's a prerequisite. Like, if yeah. you know that's gonna happen, you just leave it. Mm. But if you feel yourself getting those feelings for someone, I feel like it's important to be mm. like, hey, maybe just because women do this especially, mm. they wanna be with someone and they're just fucking. So they'll be like, oh, I'm just going to stay having sex with them yeah. because that's what will make them like me. That's yeah. their, that's what's going to – me giving them this is going to make them be with me. Yeah. And this is for guys as well. But it just goes to show, like, it shouldn't be that, that sort of currency. Mm. It should be a connection. Yeah. Whether it's just a physical connection mm. or just an emotional or yeah. it's both. I don't fucking know. But those boundaries should always be asserted. Exactly. And I feel like that comes with – understanding what like human relations is and like knowing how to like navigate a communication with a person despite if it's about sex despite if it's about fucking what color the great the grass is yeah it is about how to navigate a one-on-one conversation with someone and i feel like that comes with the education that we get when we're young um especially like in this because with us right we were born with technology, not in technology. So I feel like we started getting phones and social media. Yeah. We grew up with it rather than being born in it. Yeah. So now it's Fucking like, dangerous, bro. Yeah, fucking kids are being born with that uh, shit now, like in yeah. that shit. I personally believe, this is my personal belief, I'm not against everyone else who believes differently, mm-hmm. but I think sex is a serious thing. I don't think... In, in serious, I don't mean like, oh, needs to go to fucking it's a it's a massive deal i just think that it's it's an interaction between two people it should be thought about Mm. it should be it should be obviously consensual between two people and i think people should think about it you know what i mean like don't just be drunk and go into it and blah 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 yeah Uh, that's what i personally think yeah and that's maybe that's from my personal experiences or whatever but it's just because i i think about the consequences that could come from sex Mm. pregnancy 
fucking STDs, emotional trauma. Emotional trauma. That's yeah. that's what that's what I think about personally. Yeah. I still think it's a fun, amazing, loving, beautiful thing. Yeah. But that's what I personally think yeah. because I think it relates so heavily to mental well-being and to mental health because if you can have a bad experience with sex, it can fuck you up for a long time. Mm. So it's like it should be an important thing if it's going to fuck your mental health up for so yeah. long. Not picking up groceries. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. That's what I think. No, I completely agree. And that's why fucking sex education is such a – personally, like if I were a teacher, that would be my first thing I would teach my kids. Like understanding like from a young age, under, like teaching kids from a young age how to communicate person to person and then to discuss – the construct I feel because what you said earlier when we were chatting before this like mental health wasn't like a topic of discussion until maybe 30 years ago yeah and then and neither was sex and neither was sex maybe like my if I didn't like know, actual real sex not yeah. just like oh, when you're married you no. have a if I didn't know any better I would think my mum's a virgin <laughs> that's yeah, it because like same. the word penis makes her uncomfortable shout out to mum you're the best but like I can't talk to her I couldn't talk to teachers about any of this shit. And then yeah. I was so... Because I'm such a, such a naturally curious person. Mm. I was, like, relying on the internet to teach me. Or relying on fucking... It's fucking traumatic for men as well. Like, it's traumatic to watch porn and there'd be, like, a 10-inch penis. In and then ass. you've got a... And you're like, what? And they're it's like, what? Yeah. Like... I don't have that. Like, yeah. <laughs> and same with girls. See, BS titties. Yeah, and you're bitches like, are be getting, like, lab- labiaplasties to yeah, make and you're like, look good. I don't fucking look like that. Now I feel like a piece of shit and I'm yeah. going to be insecure. And it's just not fair. Like, yeah. the education around it is a fucking joke. Yeah, and I was doing um, – I read an article of this particular adult film star. Her name's Nikita Bellucci, to my memory, I think her name is. Yeah. Um, she made – she did a, like, a um, – what's the word? A discussion. Yeah. A, yeah. Anyway, tangent there. Um, she did an article with like a certain company talking about how kids were commenting on her shit, messaging her privately, being like, oh, this is happening to my body. What do I do? It's not her fucking job <gasps> to teach her. She's just fucking, she's just trying to get her back. She's not trying to teach these kids. She's trying to get her back. Fucking about why they're getting fucking pubes in her ass. Like, I don't know. What? Like, whatever the fuck it is. Like, why is body hair growing? Uh, yeah, that's not her fucking job. Like, okay, puberty was a good topic talked about, but not like the, and I want to talk about this as well. Puberty was talked about, but it was talked about like the hair and like your penis growing or like periods. Yeah. But not about like sexual feelings yeah, and, and not about emotions. The, what, the it's so confusing. And like yeah. how, like the contrast between emotional and physical intimacy and understand even things like what coercion is and like yeah. things like grooming. Grooming and like things, anything about sexual abuse or assault. Yeah. Anything like even the fact that, and this doesn't, this goes to say like, what I meant before by saying sex is important and serious isn't saying, like, it shouldn't happen or isn't saying that, God, you can only have sex when you're married. Like, bro, have sex whenever the fuck you want. Yeah. But also remember that it's not just shaking hands. Yeah. It is It is an exchange of two people yeah. in some sort if it's – you know what I mean? And we don't get taught that. Mm-hmm. It's either you are a fucking whore or 
have sex when you're married. Mm. It's like, which one is it, bro? Because mm. I'm not one of those. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> I'm not either of them. Somewhere <laughs> in between. And so, shush. But it, it just, there should be an education. And, and it, then it becomes to that shame, that feeling of shame. And I wanted to talk about, I didn't write it down and we didn't discuss this before. That's in my But list. shame. Yeah. Sexual shame. Even I feel shame all the time. Yeah. I feel shame now talking about what it. What do you feel shame about? Don't ask me questions. <laughs> I'm the host. I'm the fucking host. Tell the turntables. Um, no, it's not like a personal shame. It's just such an uncomfortable topic. Hmm. And we both know why. Like through history, it's been yeah. an uncomfortable topic. Yeah. So it's just so hard to talk about mm. as much as... I am open about other topics, but the reason I wanted to talk about it was to because it if it is a, if, if if it's a hard topic for me to talk about, it's a hard topic because mm. I can talk about fucking anything. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So yeah. that's why I wanted to address it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, to go off that, or to sort of kick off that conversation, like personally, I feel I felt past tense being past tense. Um, I felt shame about my sexuality incredibly because I come from like a very similar family to you, very traditional Italian family. Manja. <laughs> Pasta. <laughs> we don't speak like that. No, no, no. Um, yeah, I come from a very traditional Italian family. So the last thing my mum wanted to talk about was fucking sex. Like, you know, bless her heart. Again, shout out to mum. But like, yeah, the last thing she wanted to fucking talk about was me having intercourse Intercourse. (laughs) yeah and like that's very common with parents yeah and so i felt a lot of shame that like i wasn't oh actually that just brought up a little nugget of information in my head um monogamy and polyamory as well not a lot of people know what that is and i didn't know what it was and i felt shame about feeling like i wasn't one or the other when i didn't learn what it was so Mm. monogamy like monogamous relationship being that like two people one traditional relation a traditional relationship just like no one else involved just them two polyamorous relationship being like more than one sexual partner or more than one emotional partner whatever the whatever the like contract was within those people yeah i truly don't think i'm 100 monogamous and i've been only in straight monogamous relationships but each relationship i was in i felt oh fuck i could not that i wanted to cheat on my partner like yeah not like that at all but like I've, especially because I'm bisexual, I always felt like, oh, I'm missing, I'm missing the intimacy with a girl. Yeah. But I'm in a straight, happy, in love relationship. How dare I think like that? Yeah. There's something wrong with me. Yeah. But then it's like, no, there's actually like a thing. Other options. There's a thing. Like, yeah. Not saying I've, so I've never been in a polyamorous relationship, so I can't confirm or deny that. Yeah. However, it's been in my brain. And so I've brought it up with like a recent partner as well. And I was like, oh, I don't think I'm 100% monogamous, but, like, I'm open to that discussion. He was, like, not about it at all, which is fine. I definitely didn't push this on him at all. Yeah. But it just goes to show that, like, I've got so much learning to do mm. and, like, I want to learn. I'm just so curious and I want to, like, tr- you know, I want to And that's the best know. type to be because at the end of the day, you don't feel that shame mm. with sex as much as a normal Jenny from the block, like I would do, because it's very common to feel that shame yeah. with sexual orientation and sex in general. But 
And that's a, that's a fantastic thing because at the end of the day, I would much rather be that way than feel weird for expressing who I love. Yeah, no, absolutely. And who I want to love. Yeah, no, exactly. And that's why I'm such a big advocate for that shit because yep. I want – because, like, I don't think I'm good at many things, but I'm good at being open and I'm good at, like, initiating that conversation. Like, how many times has a girl come up to me? Like, I was at a fucking house party and um, for one of my friends and her 25-year-old – 25? Whatever – older sister came up to me she's like can I talk about this with you and I was like oh, sit down honey pull up a chair That's like so let's talk about it and I was just like that filled me with so much joy yeah because like someone needs to fucking initiate the conversation and so um bless her heart for having those that and I see such a me. contrast from you from when you were younger to now because mm-hmm. although you've been through hell like I know you also are more comfortable with yourself because you've admitted that's part of yourself. But there's nothing... I don't even like that concept of, like, admitting. It's just being... Exploring. Yeah. Yeah. Being who you are. And there's no... I just wish it was more like that in the scheme of things. Like, I Mm. don't really even ask people about their sexuality unless Mm. I'm dating them. Yeah. Like, I'll be like, oh, what do you prefer? Yeah. Um, Because you never know until you ask. Exactly. You know what I mean? And I wish it was more just to general just it is what it is yeah everyone's what they want to be and that's just how the fucking world works mm. see i get along mostly like i get along with 98 percent of people on this planet but like i get along mostly with people who are open and who are yeah just like like fluid people like i feel like i get along well with most of those people so moving out of home was a big thing for me and working again in the industry i work in there's a lot of different people you know and because obviously where we grew up it's very closeted and it's very like this breed of human being and i never felt like i fit in with that breed of human being and it's funny because i agree i don't fit in but then you can also see yourself understand where they're coming from oh, absolutely because you've been brainwashed as well i don't yeah. even know brainwashed is not the right word i don't know what to conditioned. call it conditioned is better yeah. much better but I can see where people are coming from when they have uncomfortableness about those topics. Yeah. Like, not to not to shame anyone, but even, like, I watched a movie years ago with some friends and there was a gay sex scene and mm-hmm. they're like, oh. Not like, oh, like, just, like, a bit... Not that it's anything bad. They were just, like, a bit, like, weird about yeah. it. And I'm like, even I felt uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, I'm Because they're uncomfortable. But, but, but I'm an ally and mm-hmm. I don't see... Like, I can't even comprehend the idea of, like, ever having an issue with someone because of it. Yeah. Because I don't... I see myself on a spectrum as well. Yeah. Everyone's on a spectrum. Yeah, 100%. But it's just that fact that it's been embedded at us so hard that mm. people can't even admit who the fuck they are. Fucking on that as well. I had a friend from, from the Burbs say to me... The Burbs? Yeah, just, like, from, like, where we grew up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where we grew up. Like, he said to me... Don't even know our nickname, bro. Don't even know our slang. <laughs> he said to me, like, you're the only gay person I know. I'm not gay. Facts. I'm, like, not... Like, Facts. yeah, cool. Like, I'm a little gay, but I'm not gay. How did, like... And it boggled my mind because, like, 90% of my friends are gay. Oh, he knows someone gay. Yeah, but, like, none of his friends are. And, like, no one in his bubble are, like, is gay. And so it uh, really... I don't know. They probably are. Probably but they're is, just not but the fact that he said that to me because yeah. I was so open and he's like, he generally went out of his way to ask me like, oh, how do you like... Because he knew I was interested in this girl who yeah. was like, he, we had a mutual friend. Yeah. We were mutuals with this 
um, girl that I like yeah. had a little crushy on. Um, and so he like asked me about like he asked like a million and one questions and I'm like yeah fucking I'll answer all of them. Mm. And he's just like that's so funny you're the only like gay person I know. I'm like bro doubt that but like doubt that I'm the only openly gay quote unquote gay person he yeah. knows yeah. and I'm like just like that's kind of fucked. Because I'm not, like, the uh, definition of gay. And it's just... And honestly, who the fuck cares? Let people do whatever the fuck exactly. they want. Like, the amount of mental health issues that's brought upon people for feeling shame, for just having an attraction to a human being. Who gives... Why do you care? Hmm. Let them... If it makes someone happy, like, I really don't understand. And the concept, concept of religion hmm. and sexuality is just another thing that goes into say... You're gonna let a, a you're gonna let a religion choose the fact over like your child. That is a can of worms, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's just something that it is an, another can of worms to yeah. go in, one but one it one just one. goes into say as well the concept of being present and being proud of yourself and being open is such a hard thing to do when it comes to yeah. sexuality or in regards to a- that. any type of sexuality yeah. not just being gay or queer or bi or whatever even just being open with being sexual yeah even being open about having sex you know what i mean mm. like to talk and having something be the barrier of that so religion for an example um we don't really have to go to it into that because i don't resonate with that affecting me too much but one of my good friends does it affects her everyday life it's fucking and so depressing yeah and <laughs> makes so me so she upset. experiences a lot of issues around that and i like feel so much empathy and sympathy for her mm. because that's a barrier for her being herself yeah it's awful know? and in not just religion like just everything can be anything can i be. personally think every new sexual person or new sexual um relationship you have every sexual encounter it is important to get tested to prioritize that to do your blood work to see just to ensure just to have a bit of security that it's okay um because there has been i know of a person who can't conceive now because she had like undiagnosed gonorrhea for like five years because she was, she was consistently having sex with this one person who had, had it, had it Shit. and she never got treated. And so with gonorrhea as well, like it's, it's, it's treatable. Yeah. So it's not like, it's not like genital herpes where it's like in your system forever, but because yeah. she was having sex with the same person, it just kept coming up, kept coming up. So now she can't have a baby. Oh. She tried for a kid with her now fiance. She can't have the baby now because that's fucking awful. obviously there's probably like other shit to do with that but like yeah, that was the that was like the thing why she can't but it just a child and then there's no there's no education about getting tested like we know how to get pregnant and yeah. get tested to get pregnant but not to see if you have issues with yeah STDs. exactly and even little things like well, it's not a little thing but even things for us women like bv and thrush and you know, like chlamydia and all that sort of thing. Like, what's the other one? Um, gonorrhea as well. No, the STIs. STIs, yeah. But um, yeah, there's like at a mental blank. Um, like syphilis is that what you mean? Like those sort of things. Yeah. Yeah, there's like, and even like herpes and stuff. There's like fucking tens and thousands of them. But like, yeah, it's 
it kind of like COVID. Like you just gotta have to get tested to hundred percent know, you know. <laughs> kind of like COVID. Kind of like COVID, she reckons. All right. Well, that was kind of our aim to say get tested. Mm, please yeah, do. If please, you are please having get sexual tested. interactions because it's super important. It's not shameful. Same as mental health. It's just important if you don't feel to get comfortable that checkup. With it, don't tell anyone. Just yeah. go to the fucking doctor and do it. It's important yeah. and it's vital. If you're. Like, I remember seeing this TikTok once about like how girls really some more. I don't know if this is factual. So it's a TikTok thing. Yeah, don't fucking at me. <coughs> don't at me. But I remember seeing this. Not tic- adding you. Yeah, thank you. I remember seeing this TikTok about how like when girls have sex, they release some hormone, mm-hmm. and it like it's like the breeding hormone, like the birth hormone, some pheromones perhaps. I think that's what it meant basically, yeah. but it just. Goes to show if your brain is literally releasing hormones, it's just gonna fucking affect you. One way or another. It's gonna affect you one way or another. And that's why it is such a difficult topic for me to address and to understand. Cause I'm like, yes, it can be such a fun, a flexible, airy fairy thing, but then I also see it as such a serious thing. Mm-hmm. So I don't know whether where I stand in the mm-hmm. sense of do whatever you want, go have as much sex as you want, or save it for when you're sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm absolutely. in the middle of both. Yeah. So... And I think that comes with, like, your own personal experiences. True. Like, you know, you, you've had... True. You know, I wouldn't problems. shame anyone for doing that one, doing yeah. left or right. You yeah. know what I mean? Absolutely. But for me personally, I'm more towards this way because yeah. I'm like, this way, I'm meaning the... See, I'm more, you want. like... You're the other way. I'm pretty much the other way. Yeah. 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 And it's just interesting to, to see different perspectives because that's how much our experiences with sexuality in the past has gone to affect us now because my experiences has been very emotional and very connection based and maybe yours is different connection based long-term connection like Mm. that kind of vibe so for me it's a difficult topic to chat about because it reminds me of those connections you know what I mean? It's yeah. like almost talking about the fucking most intimate parts of yeah. my relationships yeah. rather than just like this thing that happened. So that's why I found it a topic difficult to discuss, yeah. but that's why I wanted to discuss it because yeah. it's so important and it has been a big part of my mental health yeah. in the sense of having that extra level of inti- intimacy felt like a part a, a passing that line of currency of I just gave them that and holy fuck, they're going to fucking else? destroy me. What else do you have to offer? They're going to hurt me. That. Exactly. They're going to hurt me. Yeah. Like now they've got the power. That's how I felt. And it's like, shouldn't feel that way. Mm. See, like going off that, I kind of went the opposite way with that. I gave them that. I now have the power. Mm. And I felt so much solace in being like this being that a man or a woman wants to have and because of my lack of you know this is like the going into like the mental illness sort of side of things like because i lack so much core and because i don't have like i don't wake up every day feeling like this is like because i lack so much self-identity self-identity yeah because i lack so much of that i found solace in being a certain way during sex or even just like emotionally or physically with someone and I felt so much solace in, like, being the version of myself that this person could fall in love with. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's that's what I do. But then, like, when I fell in love, 
what did that mean for me? Like, who was I when I am in love? When mm. it's like when you didn't have that power, yeah, because they had it. And then, like, yeah, and just going on, you know, having like in, like having sex with that person that I was in love with. Where does that line leave for me? Like, what am I offering? Like, mm. who am, who am I? Well, that only satisfy them so much. Yeah, like, yeah. and it, it really goes into the the concept of sex being an emotional connection and I will always believe that and that's my personal belief one way or another it's somewhat emotional and it just really goes to show you can be that person who can break it up and can be fine with it or you can be the person that's not Mm. you know what I mean it all depends on your own personal preferences but going into that we will end it here because otherwise I'm going to go on too much of a tangent. But again, thank you so much for coming on. And it's been absolutely lovely talking to you as per usual. And that's something, this is something we could talk about forever. Yeah. You will be back. Um, be. You will be back. <laughs> but thank you guys for listening. And as always, love you lots and talk again soon. Bye. Thanks,